Rone Geeks proudly presents Marvel's What If Zombies. The following audio may contain coarse language and other materials that may not be for a younger audience. The opinions expressed in this audio are solely those of the speakers involved. These conversations may contain spoilers for current media such as games, comics, movies, television shows, and more. Rone Geeks makes no claim to ownership of the various media discussed, simply the opinions expressed. Listener discretion is advised. Be sure to swing on by the Facebook group where we're 1,400 members strong and we're talking about all the new game releases up there. So be sure to come on over for that and swing on by the YouTube. We got 143 subscribers. You need a little bit more on that subscribe button. You see that beautiful red subscribe button on your screen. Be sure to hit that on the main page of YouTube. It's free, it really helps the group out. I appreciate it. And be sure to listen to the audio and the content on anchor.fm slash Geeks. And without further ado, Marvel's What If? And we have our usual group of Avengers. Long live Abner Krill. First Tony of all, above. no, I'm not a fucking Avenger. Don't do that. <laughs> You're a Revenger. Of course you would. Anyway, moving ahead. Hey, Abner Krill is dead. How you doing? Stop it. <laughs> um, fantastic. Uh, fantastic. I didn't, you know, he didn't make it. He didn't make it. But, but he still a was a superhero. Splat. No, I'm a superhero. That's was his famous last words. Only thing we got to do is get a piece of his ass, throw him in the, the pit, the Lazarus pit. Maybe he'd come back. He did, did. You're not going to wait yeah, the Lazarus pit on Polka Dot Man. So, all, gentlemen, Polka Dot Man can, anyway, Tony, before you continue to redirect this conversation to elsewhere in an entity that is not part of Marvel Cinematic Property, we're going to be talking about Marvel's What If? The zombie episode. Since you love talking today, what would you like to open with? What were your thoughts, feelings, reflections on zombies? Let me tell you something. Again, not a letdown. This was a great episode. I was looking forward to this because when I read Marvel Zombies, I was like, okay, I need to see what the fuck this is all about. I will say I like the twist on how they became zombies. I think that was great. I think it was the perfect explanation with how the zombies came. And I like how the fact that when the Avengers joined the fight is when they actually lost the fight. I think that that made a perfect point of once the tide turned, it was because you lost your greatest heroes. I will say that I love the cast of survivors. I loved Bucky and his winter soldier. I absolutely loved Okoye and her sacrifice. I loved how they kept Black Panther. His injuries were exactly what it was in the book. I will say that, again, they did change how it happened, but that, I believe, was one of the that was one of the things that needed to be the same. I will say that the head in the jar is a great shout out to the comic book, different characters, of course. But overall, I'm going to say I thoroughly enjoyed this one probably as much as I did T'Challa and Star-Lord. Because that's still my favorite. But I think this is probably my number I mean, not surprising right. considering that you know T'Challa's in both episodes right but I will also say I love the fact that they show them fuckers can't bite Hulk <laughs> that was hilarious 
<laughs> that was fucking funny because Hulk said, ah, I'm not turning. Nope. <laughs> so I love that. Yeah. Will, what are your thoughts and reflections on this episode? I mean, I think everything that, you know, all my feelings mirror Tony's and stuff like that. Uh, I think that everything was done uh, very well. I like how the the name as well as the symbolization of hope was prevalent, you know, yep. throughout the series and stuff like that so far. And it's really, you know, reaching and stuff like that to, you know, touch you on those heartstrings and stuff like that. Um, and, you know, everything was, was utilized, like, correctly and stuff like that in terms of you know, using the MCU setups to bring the story forward and stuff like that, and just make the alterations and stuff like that. So, uh, I, I'm enjoying everything. Everything's been great. Yeah, it was definitely. Uh, I still stand by what I said about last episode. I know you guys completely disagree, and there's no further point in like rehashing. Everybody that, does. That's fine. Everybody can kiss the whitest part of my butt. That's so, all of it, though, because you have no melon. <laughs> they call me Snow White, baby. <laughs> Anyway, I wouldn't tell nobody that. Anyway, moving <laughs> further ahead, right back on top, because you just love Tantus today because your Falcons suck monkey got nuts. They got their ass. They got their ass mud stomped by a kite. Oh, now I feel significantly better. So, anyway, this episode was a very, very strong episode for me. I really liked it. It would be easily within my top two episodes of Marvel's What If entry thus far. There's a lot of humor. There was a lot of realism. The characters were utilized correctly, as Will and Tony both eloquently said. Everything was as it should be. Sure, the story was altered from what comically at one point in time is what they had, but it was altered in a way that made sense. It was realistic, and it was the Avengers were trying to do the right thing, but by trying to do the right thing, where well, they didn't assess the uh, potential hazard in the situation, that's where things went awry. And yep. It showed that their capabilities and strengths and powers are still being able to utilize, albeit, you know, for evil, because they were now zombies who just had these superhuman abilities, and they weren't, like, weak zombies that you see in other movies where once they turn, they're just... Zombies were kicking down doors. They was kicking down bomb shelter doors. (laughs) Like, okay. (laughs) And Marvel's What If, with a friendly reminder, Wanda is that Avenger. Everyone's just like, oh, no, no, Bruce is the strongest Avenger. I'm pretty sure they had to lock Wanda up in a basement to try and keep but her from busting out and doing we, uh, we do got to mention that they were going toe-to-toe. Mm-hmm. It, it was, Hulk was giving no give to Wanda. She was giving him what he wanted, and he was taking it, and he was coming. It, it was a very now, good fight, and like that would be a, something that would be... I would like to battle. see the, the rest of it. Because it was Wanda in a half world full of zombies against the Hulk. So, I mean, that's pretty much fair. Yeah. Any particular scenes that stuck out for you, Will, as like highlights of this episode or something you wanted to draw attention to and discuss? Uh, no, I mean, I think everything was was pretty solid. I mean, the, the happy Hogan blam scene was freaking. <laughs> that shit was hilarious. <laughs> shit had me freaking rolling. <laughs> like, this man really saying blam. Sharon was like. Are you saying Blam? He's like, did I? Uh, oh, Blam! So that, uh, <laughs> honestly, uh, I would love for them to, and granted, this may have been, I would, like, I don't know how they would have done it exactly. I would have to think through it, so like that, but uh, I would have wanted a little bit more pushback from Vision and stuff like that. Uh, he just kind of, you're right, I must atone, blah, 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 stuff like that. Uh, I want to see a little bit more out of Vision 
and stuff like that. And, um, you know, him getting to the point of having to atone for what he's done. But, you know, Vision's a, a logical thinker and stuff like that. So the fact that, you know, he was doing what he was doing and stuff like that. And then he just turned around and flipped the script and said, you know, you're right. I'll help you. Ah, it's like, and that I wasn't really sold on that part as much. So like that uh, I think they could have done that a little bit better. But those are the parts that just kind of stood out to me. It was interesting that now he was willing to sacrifice himself when beforehand he was like, no, 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 you guys have to kill me. I can't do it myself. It's like, if you're as logical as you are, you should have just been like, well, I'm technically not human life or any other life. So there you go. Have a good day. I, I had well, a nice little Uzi Vert moment there. Oh, my God. Don't say that. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I would have to read that also because it, when Vision took himself out the mix, that took away your smartest guy. And for me, if Vision would have thought it through more, it would have been it would have made more sense to me on Vision to project the the energy wave or whatever they was calling it out to keep the zombies out while they work on a possible cure. Because now you have more thinkers here. And it would just make more sense to me if if he wouldn't have, you know, self-destructed. Because once he did that that took away the rest of any hope that I would have had. Cause just vision being there proved that the zombies weren't coming in. So they were safe. And the minute he took that the lifestyle out of his head, it come. So now everybody else is back in immediate danger. It was definitely like that. It was, it was interesting. Um, it, it was kind of one of the weirder points. Um, the scene I kind of wanted to draw attention to was when they were in the train station and then happy, He's like, you know, being slowly dragged away. He's bam, 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 bam. That's Long pause. Hilarious. Bam. <laughs> and the next hilarious. thing you know, he's turned. He's just like, you know, that's probably how I would have gone out. It's like, if you had given me, like, Tony Stark's repulsor technology, I would have been just bam, 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 all the time. I would have been, been childish. It's, like, it's the same way that, like, uh, Ewan McGregor in Star Wars, like, every time. He made the lightsaber noises every time he swung it. They had to edit it out. So, like, imagine having to spend hours upon hours editing stuff just because someone could not stop making a noise. But yeah, that that scene that made me laugh. Um, it the end of the line reference from Bucky when he killed Zombie uh, Steve Rogers was definitely uh, that was very well placed. I thought that was very uh, tactfully done. <laughs> Anything that else to suck out for you, Tony? Uh, I will say. The scene that I, I want to say the scene that made me be like, oh shit, was right when Happy died, and then Peter realized it, and he started going through all the people he lost, and we was like, God damn, this kid has been through a lot. It was like, okay, and then they had to remind him, hey, you're an Avenger now, you have to fight through it, and right at that moment, he became the light that they needed because he was like, okay, I gotta, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep being happy. This is why I'm happy. This is why I'm always going to have hope. This is why I'm always going to be jovial. I'm, I can't get down because of this. And I've lost the most. So I, I think I think that right there proved the point on not only the character of Spider-Man, but how Peter Parker works as a character. I mean, Peter is undoubtedly one of the strongest uh, emotional characters in Marvel Comics, in my opinion. And I... I know Will knows Spider-Man like that, so he knows that as long as Peter's happy, things are pretty good. But the moment Peter decided to snap, 
Like when you ask King, 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 King Ping. I was about to say, like he beat the shit out of King Ping. Like, I know you know my identity. I don't care. <laughs> this is what's gonna happen. I was like, Ooh. it's like as soon as he snaps, things get done. And he snapped himself back into place, forced himself back to being happy, and he started carrying the team and started leading the way that Tony Stark believed that he could and proved Tony ultimately alert with everything that was going on and it, it was definitely a nice touch. Um, Grony Geeks, uh, be sure again to like the video, be sure to hit that subscribe button, ring that little notification bell. Um, next week, we're still looking forward to, I believe next week's episode is the Nebula episode, Will? Where she, um, or is it Gamora, where she replaces? Look, I need I another know, zombie. Look, we got, we I need got another freaking, zombie. Yeah, we, we still got freaking, we still got Party Thor, freaking Killmonger, Nebula, um, Gamora stuff. Uh, so yeah, I don't know what's gonna go. We saw we saw Thanos at the end of that with the right. We can't gauntlet, not mention with, that with five stones. He doesn't have the six, so he's got five stones, and he's looks like he's about to do some fucking damage. So it's it's. Yeah, I think all that shit, all that shit they went through, and now they gotta fight Zombie Thanos, <laughs> like without Hulk. I'm like goddamn. And we don't know if Hulk is done yet, though. That's one thing. He, Hulk's not done because once they did that, I, that I, I'm honestly believing that's why they showed Hulk still has that, hey, I'm not going to die mentality because he knows if Bruce dies, he's going to more so likely go too. Because they have, even though in a couple of Marvel books like the end, they've shown that Hulk can survive without Banner. I don't know if they are going to actually put that in the MCU or the what ifs. So I think they're going to keep it. And if Banner dies, Hulk's going to die. So that's why I really thought that when he Banner was running out into the zombie, he's like, "Fuck it, Hulk, you're going to come out and help." And then you, only thing you saw was Banner put that arm up, and that one arm turned green. That was it. Nothing else turned green. And that was that was them showing us that Hulk still has that. Uh, no, I'm not going out like this. And then eventually he turns. He so reluctantly I, helped, but I mean, yeah, he he still has self preservation. In his in his mind right now, so, and then him going toe to toe with the Scarlet Witch. But I like Will said. I don't think he's done, but I need another episode of this. Yeah, I need to know what happened with Bucky too. Bucky got yeah thrown, but he did get thrown. But yeah, we didn't see. Did. Yeah, so we gotta see what happened with Bucky it's, too. I, I I think it's a lot more unanswered questions in this episode than all the others. So this one will be the episode that where we have an interconnected universe through another I, episode in this within this season. This might be the one where all the other episodes come back to help. Hmm. Hopefully. I still need I need closure. <laughs> I need to know what happened. Will is you there um good episode and then take it away. As far me and Tony kind of gave it a rating of like the top three within this series. Where would you place this episode if you had to do a systematic ranking? I mean I'm not going to give it a ranking. I definitely think that because of the gravity of the situation, so that it's in the top three for sure. But I'm not going to give you a one, two, or three. Like, no. Will never does that. He Will never is ranks allergic anything. to rankings. He would be horrible in sports combat. Like, it's a sports role as an analyst. It's like, like all right, rank a top five. Give well, us your top five movies. Somewhere. <laughs> give us your top five movies. Well, I'm not going to put them in order, but these are the movies I watch. That's the type of shit he does. It's what he did during done. our top five series. <laughs> yeah, go show. check out top five series. Hey, you're giving us your top five Marvel villains. Okay, well, in no particular order. So you defeated the whole purpose of the assignment. That's the whole you purpose of the, the assignment, but skipped it. See? 
Okay, Still doing it again. But also, we have our top five series. We have our what's the topic series. We did a whole bunch of villain rankings because for some reason everyone else does not want to touch villains, which I don't understand. Villains are great, great characters. And hey, like, I know our we, next our next top five. We do. Which will be top five. Top five reasons Will is not a body double for Jason Momoa. I'm pretty sure the height oh, would be the first I, thing. I, I can do that myself. <laughs> I yeah, but you got to put it in order. You got to put it in order. No, 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 I think Killmonger is next, though. I think we still need to get more more characters lined up before we get to yeah. the resolution of this. So, Anything else we gentlemen would like to discuss about this episode, or we feel like we're pretty succinctly wrapped up with what we have going on here? I, I think we're pretty good. I think everything's a nice little package for underneath Star Wars foot. I mean, I think it's, it's done. We smashed it. I did like this episode. All right, so everyone feels like everything is pretty succinctly wrapped up, so Grana Geeks, be sure to hit that like button. Be sure to hit that beautiful red subscribe button on, right under the bottom right of this video. Pretty self-explanatory. It's free. It really helps the page out, lets us know what you like, what you don't like, and shows their support for everything going on as Tony tries to sneak off screen before I let him know. I'm trying to watch the game without you knowing. <laughs> yeah, I don't think slowly sneaking off is the way to do it. Will, thank you for being on topic today because somebody is very distracted because our favorite time of the year is up and that's why I don't have a TV in this room. I'd be doing the same damn thing. So for Brent, Tony, uh, and Will, I think there's something you'd like to say, Tony. Thank you for listening to Grown Geeks on your preferred streaming service. Be sure to check us out on Facebook and YouTube both under Grone Geeks.